Michael Jackson's Thriller Album. Stories in the Room. This is Michael Jackson's Thriller Album, Stories in the Room. Join film composer Anthony Marinelli, who programmed synthesizers for seven songs on Thriller, and A&R veteran film producer Stephen Ray, who assisted Quincy Jones and was in the studio every day with Quincy and Michael. Michael Jackson's Thriller Album, Stories in the Room. I'm Anthony Marinelli with my longtime close friend and co-host, Stephen Ray, bringing you the real stories directly from the talented people in the room with us during the making of Thriller, the greatest selling album of all time. In this episode, Lorraine reveals how she met young Michael long ago, how he always wanted to learn more about dance and tap, having been a fan of the great Fred Astaire, how he picked her to dance next to him in multiple videos, and the profound legacy of excellence he left us. Great people have a way of finding the, the, the things that are in front of them that are the unexpected oh, and, and grabbing it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. those ideas are always there, but then they, and then they know what to do with it too. Mm. See, he knew what to do with it and he created an experiential moment. Right. Yes. And the way exactly. he introduced it, I mean, and Thriller was not that, it was very similar, right? Because it, it was a different song. Mm-hmm. The origin of Thriller yeah. was, yeah. was uh, uh, Star, what am I not remembering? Starlight. Starlight, and it turned into, it wasn't Thriller, right? Originally. No. Yeah, it wasn't called Thriller. It was a disco song with different lyrics that had nothing to do with Thriller or Goblins or... Nothing. Nothing. Wow. And it was just a moment where Rod went back to the drawing board and said we should call the album Thriller and change the lyrics, Mm -hmm. and and then turned into writing the Vincent Price. Yeah, and that was the same experiential thing. Wow. Pulling from the unexpected and and flowing with it and knowing what to do with it. And that, I think, from what I can see, was a lot of how Michael rolled. You know, he didn't, he always wanted the best. And he didn't, yes. he would keep searching, even when he was there with a great song, because mm-hmm. it was a great song already. That's yeah. amazing. It would have just been a great dance song on the album. And I it had wouldn't no have been idea. Chilling, right? When you hear this stuff, yeah. it's, we hear it all the time and how this, how it all unfolded. He didn't want to just do another, a, re- a repeat of what he did on Off the Wall. All of them, all of them came to that agreement that they wanted something edgier. You know? I think the year before, at the Grammys, he didn't get the award. And there was something about oh, yeah. that experience. Oh, yeah. That drove that him. That drove him. Yeah. And he went in after that. Yeah. He went in. I think he was really upset. He was. And he went in. Yeah, that off the wall. Everyone felt that off the wall. I mean, should off have gotten the record, wall. Should have gotten record of the year. And it oh, didn't. my gosh. Yeah. That yeah. album? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Still, for me, the most Heartbreak iconic dance Hotel. song ever. Yeah. All those songs. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That yeah. album was everything. Yeah. And he did not win. And, and I, all the musicians were studying all the... Because I, I remember I was like, studying that right. stuff, yeah. the drums and the bass and the parts, because it all played. Yes. Yeah. It was the highlight, the high point of kind of like live playing on an album. That's when I met Lorraine, was that, that year, 79, 80, when all the really? came out. But yeah, it worked. That, that, uh, that album. But our discipline, the great people again, you, you hear about it all the time, Michael Jordan, whoever it is, it's all the disappointments that yeah. they learn from. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't waste it. Yeah. yeah they don't waste it. Yeah, it he inspires them to do more. Yeah, he yeah. went yeah. in after that. He went in. And, uh, I, I, you know, I couldn't have been more grateful, you know, for his artistry and, you know, what he gave us, what he gave the world from there. Because it, it, this, 
Thriller album just had so, it was a spectrum of, I think, some of his inner thoughts, you know, um, about the world. It was such a worldly album. It affected many people on many different levels, and it had many messages to it. Well, you've said this many times, Stephen, because it was Michael being an interpreter of other people's songs to Michael being a contributor to half the songs, I think, about are his, and him really stepping out into the world with his vision and wanting to see how it was going to go. Like, right. I think I'm, he's growing up and becoming a, yeah. a, a full, uh, powerful force. Yes, yes. That's the beginning. I, I'm just, you know, I, of course, you know, when I heard of his passing, it was the worst thing I had ever, I, I just couldn't believe it for for probably a couple of hours, you know, because I heard it on the radio on my way home back, uh, way back home from work on the freeway. I was like, this cannot be happening. So I watched TV for a, a long time after that. I'm like, it happened, it happened. Yeah. This is horrible. Um, and it was, uh, but he, you know, he, I think that someone said, Michael Peter, not, not Mike, not Michael Peters, Michael Jackson, he was in an interview and someone said, what do, you, what do you want to give the world? He says, something that will last forever, something to that effect. I don't, I don't have it verbatim. But he wanted to leave something that was lasting and he absolutely did. He will, he's left something that will outlive all, us all. Yeah. That will be part of history, that would be part of everyone, every generation's life. Yeah, as long as the planet is spinning. Yes, they will know. They will know. And he did that. And I'm grateful that he had that wish come true before, you know, he passed away. Well, we're very grateful that you were a part of that and what you, your artistry just jumps out at you. <laughs> when you're watching that video, you yeah. can just see all the little extensions and little pops and, you know, that's just so brilliant. You and know? he picked you. Yeah. I was, yeah. Because he knew, because he doesn't fool around when it comes to that. You know, yeah. movement, movement and like being in the studio with him, all that mattered. If he couldn't move to it right, so I'm sure it would be even the most valued thing to find the, the right person. Yeah. Beyond the dancer, it's yeah. the person. You know, I, I've, I've known him since he was like about six or seven years old. Um, I was dating one of their managers, and so I would be around them in Vegas. I was with Debbie Reynolds at the Sahara, uh, at the DI, and they would be at the Sahara. Desert Inn. Desert Inn. Yes. And so I would, you know, come over and hang out with him. And sometimes I went to the house, and, you know, one time he pulled me aside and said, Lorraine, he said, teach me some tap, you know, and we were in the, oh. in the, in the TV room or something. We went in there. And uh, I gave him a little tap dancing thing, a little shuffle off the buffalo and a little uh, time step. <laughs> and, you know, because he kind of was still inspired by Fred Astaire and all those people. And I yes. think he really fashioned himself as the, the mm -hmm. pop version mm -hmm. of that, you mm -hmm. know, that iconic. And so for him to have find, found his own style, but to have implemented that, and then in the end of Smooth Criminal, when he actually does this little tap step, I was like, go, Michael, oh. <laughs> go. He ran with it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. just, it was part of him 
developing and he was always developing himself. He was always seeing and developing and seeing and what else can I do? You know, he was kind of a, an artist that would always yeah. take it to the next level. Join us for the next episode of Michael Jackson's Thriller album, Stories in the Room, with your hosts, Anthony Marinelli and Stephen Ray. Watch our extended interviews on youtube.com forward slash at stories in the room. Audio only interviews are available on all podcast networks. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stories in the room. For the latest news and links, visit the website storiesintheroom.com. This podcast is produced by Christian D. Brune and David Wolf, recorded by Autovita Studios, additional recording by Ben Rackless, edited by Jay Spang and Sean Hedinger, music by Anthony Marinelli and Stephen Ray. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.